Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. Michigan State fight song. Pursuit has got his arm up in the air. I didn't think he was actually going to play it. Well, it's, uh, look, it's apt, given our next guest, a fellow alumnus, Mm -hmm. along with Mike Pursuta of Michigan State University, NFL writer Rick Goslin. Goose, good morning. How are you? Uh, I'd be doing a lot better if we didn't have freezing rain and the town was shut down. Yeah. Uh, Where are you at these days? Dallas. Dallas still? Yeah, okay. Well, oh, you, you guys handled snow really well the last time I was down there. <laughs> yeah, the Super Bowl went swimmingly. Yeah, if, uh, if we get flurries, school's canceled and everything shuts down. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, we're dealing with a little bit of weather here this morning. But, you know, the first thing I wanted to ask you before we get to the, the Heinz Ward talk, it, uh, which you can read all about at rickoslin.com, I know you're no fan of the state of refereeing in the NFL. And it. <laughs> It, 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 it might interest people to know that they don't exactly have the best referees lined up for the Super Bowl. Uh, no. Carl Sheffers, I, I was shocked when they gave him this assignment. He's the only referee that assessed 200 penalties this season. <laughs> it's wow. the ninth consecutive season he's given out over 200 penalties. Now, here's the two extremes. Carl Sheffers, this season, assessed 204 penalties for 1,800 yards. The low crew was Bill Venovich, who assessed 134 penalties for 965 yards. We're talking about 70, 70 penalty difference. Same, same, these crews are watching the same players in the same buildings on the same day, and yet they see the game so differently. I said Vinovich, 134 penalties for 965 yards. Sheffers has handed out 115 penalties for 1,048 yards to just the road teams. Oh, <laughs> wow. And this guy, the, the, this guy is, he's worked 12 playoff games. Only once has he assessed 100 yards in penalties to a team in 12 playoff games. And that would be the Chiefs in the last time they went to the Super Bowl against Tampa. Ooh, notable. Oh, they'll be happy to see him. So, yeah. Yeah, they, 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 he saw Sheffers uh, refereed Chiefs games three times in 2020, and each time he assessed them 10-plus penalties. This guy's flag happy. Uh, I just... And now they got a mixed crew. We saw how well the mixed crews worked over the weekend, didn't we? Oh, that was terrible. I mean, yeah, they, the AFC. We just had uh, Gene Steratore on. the The AFC Championship was an absolute disaster. Both of them had their moments. That's yeah. Devontae <laughs> down catch. Yeah. I mean, we're yeah, but the the, the the AFC game was a complete disaster. Yeah, and, and I couldn't figure it. Out. I, I don't, I'm not sure how they got. I would love to see how the NFL grades these referees and how do they determine that Carl Sheffers was worthy of the Super Bowl. And um, 
Ron Torbert was worried uh, was worthy of the AFC title game. It just it boggles my mind. I don't know how these guys can be great that got it this high. Uh, Goose, I was really interested to read on your website, rickgoslin.com, about your your thinking of uh, Heinz Ward now deserves inclusion into the discussion, at least, to be uh, uh, the next wide receiver inducted in this new class. Now, the reason I found it interesting was because I remember having a conversation with you in the past where you said, and you're as knowledgeable as anybody about the inner workings of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but I remember having this discussion with you in the past where you said, mm, nah, he just he doesn't have what's, what's necessary. But what is it that's changed your tune? Okay, I'm, I'm looking at I've been a little higher standard than most people. I think when we talk about first ballot Hall of Famers, I think there may be 15 to 20 first ballot Hall of Famers in the history of the game. Jim Brown, Unitas, Butkus, Lawrence Taylor, Jerry Rice, everybody else can wait a year or two. I, I, I think we're just rushing all these guys in. So back then, I'm looking at Heinz Ward. I'm comparing him to Jerry Rice and Paul Warfield and Don Hudson. That's my standard. But in today's standard, where it's so stats-generated, we're looking at three guys, Andre Johnson, Torrey Holt, Reggie Wayne. He stacks up with that group easily. I, I, th- I like him better than any of those three guys, yet he can't get in the room, and we keep discussing the same three guys that keep getting passed over. I'm saying the biggest problem I have with the Hall of Fame, we don't cycle enough people through the room. And, and Heinz Ward's a good example. He caught more touchdown passes than any of these three in fewer passes. And he did it in a blocking, in a running offense where he had to block. You know, his best season was with Tommy Maddox, not Ben Roethlisberger. So compared to what, what we're looking at now, if we think Andre Johnson, Torrey Holt, and Reggie Ween are Hall of Fame worthy, then certainly Heinz Ward deserves to be discussed. He belongs in this group. Goose, how difficult is it to appreciate the non-statistical element of his game, uh, the blocking and and the, the leadership and the, just you know how he was an integral. I mean, it's recognized here in Pittsburgh, he was an integral figure and fixture sure. on a decade's worth of really good contending teams. How, how do you convey? How can that point be conveyed to people that maybe saw him play a couple times ever and and they're doing some voting? Well, that's that, that's the problem um, with the demise with the demise of newspapers. We've lost a lot of the guys that have been around football for three, four, and five decades. And the committee, the voting committee, has now gotten so much younger. A lot of people started covering football in the nineteen nineties and the two thousand decade. You know, there was there was football before, you know, the Dallas Cowboys in the early nineties. You know, when I talk. 60s Packers, 70s Steelers, 80s 49ers. I'm, I'm speaking a foreign language to a lot of the voters. They don't know these things. They didn't see these players. They don't know these players. And because it's gotten so young, and with the, the all the stats out there today, it's, it's become a stats Hall of Fame. you got to get stats to get into the room. And because of that, you don't, you don't judge leadership. You don't judge blocking. You don't do, judge the little things. Uh, that, that go into making a, a player a Hall of Fame worthy. It's all about the stats. And to look at Heinz Ward, he, he doesn't have as many catches as Andre Johnson and, and, and Reggie Wayne. He doesn't have the yards of Torrey Holt. And they're keeping him up because of that, because the stats aren't with those three. But when I look at when I look at those other three guys, 
they weren't winners like Heinz Ward was. Heinz won two Super Bowls, MVP of one. Those guys, their deal was catching passes for yards. Everything about Heinz Ward was about winning a football game, whether he caught two passes or ten passes. It was blocking. It was it was being a leader in the huddle. He was more of a football player than a wide receiver. Those other three guys, I think, were wide receivers, were compilers. Heinz Ward was a football player. It was all about winning with Heinz. So you'll get this fixed, what, in about a year? Next year it'll, hmm, it'll I'll be, have... I'll be, I'll, I'll be long gone by the time they ever get this thing fixed. I, I think I think that they need to overhaul the voting process. But too many too many great players have not been cycled through them. I'm on, I've been on the senior committee for, for a quarter of a century, and, and I see a lot of Hall of Fame players in the committee that never got a chance to get into the room. For instance, last year we had Albert Lewis in the room for the first time in his 20th and final year of eligibility. Tony Dungy has said that if he was starting a, a defensive backfield, Albert Lewis would be his, his left corner. He said Albert Lewis graded higher than any player he's ever coached, including Peyton Manning, Derek Brooks, Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison, Warren Sapp. That's a Hall of Fame coach telling you this is a Hall of Fame player. And he, of course, his last year of eligibility, he doesn't make the cut. So he's lost. He's in the senior pool now with, with countless other Hall of Fame-worthy players. And we can bring out, what, well, three this next year. Then we'll probably go back to one each year. We just never clear the log jam of the senior committee. And that's where my fear is that Heinz Ward is going to end up. Get, get, get him in the room. Let's discuss his case. I'm not saying he's a Hall of Famer, but he needs to be discussed. If we're going to discuss Andre Johnson, Torrey Holt, Reggie Wayne, we need to discuss Heinz Ward. Is there any other method of influencing the vote or push to nominate other than sports writers who are eligible for Hall of Fame voting trying to course one another? Like, is there a function that, like how the Oscars have people campaigning on their behalf? Do, no, you know, yeah. do, do teams launch anybody in those kinds of roles to try and push yeah. the word? It's become a very political process. I'd say in the last 10 years, it, it's really gone into the campaign. And campaigns are actually working. They're, they're getting some guys in. Uh, but, yeah, you, you know, there are teams sent out, you know, bio sheets and color portfolios, even booklets on their candidates. And I don't, I don't really read all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I've got a pretty good handle on what a Hall of Fame player looks like. I don't need to. I don't need to see a film clip of, of his five greatest plays. You know, show me his 10 worth plays, you know, and then we'll make a decide if he's all a Famer or not. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's become very campaign-generated. And the Steelers have never really been a big campaign team, although they've sent out, you know, the one-page flyers on, on Alan Fanick and players like that. But by and large, one page. you know, there are conference calls being set up with Hall of Fame players, talk about other Hall of Fame players. It's it, it's gotten out of hand. We're, we're, now, we're now voting players in based on campaigns and on their, not on their credentials. Rick Goslin, rickgoslin.com is the site to read about all his uh, musings on the NFL, and no one is uh, more knowledgeable on the subject of the Hall of Fame and many other topics. You should get his Super Bowl pick before you let him go. All right. Who do you like? Oh, I hate to bet against Patrick Mahomes, but I think Philadelphia's got the advantage on the offensive and defensive lines. Back in the 90s when the Cowboys were winning Super Bowls, they had the best offensive defensive lines. So I would say Philadelphia in this game. I'm with you. Yep. Goose Goslin, rickgoslin.com. 
make sure you check it out and follow him on Twitter. Goose, thanks as always. Thanks for making time this morning. Go green. <laughs> Go white. <laughs> you guys are too much. Thanks, All right, we'll see you. Uh, on the way, Billy Gardell joining us here on the DVE Morning Show. Is there any way you can play that? Reach out on Facebook, Twitter, phone, or the talkback button on the iHeartRadio. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.